Wisdom Wednesdays with comedian Melanie Hearn and the Tex-Mex at the northern border, Amanda Hawkins. Thank you so much, Melanie and Amanda. We are coming together for you today for Wisdom Wednesday. And we are just, both of us have, have just been hit hard this week as far as God moving and telling us to move. And I'm going to let Melanie take it off real quick because she just had a powerful intro that we had talked about before. So go ahead, Mel. Well, hello, guys. Welcome to, uh, we might switch it up, uh, uh, my text, Walking in Wisdom Wednesdays. Walking because in wisdom. we want you to walk in wisdom, not just to hear the wisdom, but you want to walk in the wisdom. Yep. So we're only going to come before you for a few minutes to talk about uh, get, move, get moving. That's mm-hmm. pretty much what um, wisdom is about. Walking in wisdom this Wednesday is about, is about um, getting moving. My key verse is from Proverbs 6. Um, actually pretty much the whole, uh, first part of the proverb up until about 19. Mm -hmm. Uh, but basically what we're talking about here is that even though like right now life is too short, uh, I've experienced some deaths this week, some hospitalization, two from her side, um, my side hospitalizations, all kind of stuff. And the thing about it is we hear the cliche all the time where, you know, some person is 17, somebody else was 83. And this is literally seven. And some of them were 87, 87. The two two that were close to me. Yeah. That were around me. So the age is like, so that is an indication that we kind of have to get moving. You don't have a lot of time. Time is not, time is a commodity. Time is, it waits for nobody. So even though God's timing is perfect and, and, you know, it seems like five days is five minutes or five years is five minutes with him. Our five years is five years. Okay. We still have mortality. So we still have to have everybody say, I understood the assignment. Do you really understand the assignment? And are you really prepared for the assignment? And that's the uh, thing today. So even in getting moving and um, in Proverbs, it talks about the ant. And it says, go to the ant, O slugger, consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief, officer, or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in the harvest. So even an ant with no brain, no mind, knows, they know in their system, if I don't work, I don't eat. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah, we, you know, we stepped out in March and walked away from the big career. And we've been just kind of building this podcast up. And I told Tim when we first started this, I said, now check it. I've had three babies in three years, four total kids. I said the last two I had at home with just Jesus, nobody, no midwife, no doctor, nobody. It was just in my bed with Jesus and Tim and my home girl who not to knock her, but she has a GED. So I'm just trying to say Jesus was there present, deliver these kids. I said, if I can give my life and my baby's life to Jesus, then why can't we not give him as something as frivolous as a check? You know what I'm saying? But that, that doesn't mean that you you got to start working even harder when you do something like that, because God wants to see you move so then he can move. And I just um, I guess what kind of um, shook me this week was I heard my pastor talk about praying shameless, shameless audacity. And I'm like, it kind of hit me hard, I have to say, because I was like, man, I pray. I get up every morning, like four, start praying for an hour pray, praising, you know, bringing everything to them. And on Monday, I just kind of switched it up and was just um, almost tearing at my clothes in a sense on the ground, beating in tears, you know, looking for breakthroughs. God, like we just put ourselves out there, you know, 
please move. And literally he started moving. And then I, I was given the scripture of um, Matthew 14 verses 24 through 30. And I'll just read it real quick. It says, and they were at just real quick of a, of um, buildup is Jesus and them were on the water and a storm came. So it says on uh, scripture 24, but the boat by the time was already a long distance from the, uh, from the land tossed and battered by the waves, right? The waves of life for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watched of the night between three and 6 a.m., Jesus came to them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, is it a ghost? And they cried out in fear, but immediately he spoke to them saying, take courage. It is I, do not be afraid. Peter replied to him, Lord, if it is, if it is really you, command me to come out on that water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the efforts of the wind, he, he was frightened and he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. And then I'm just going to finish with 31. Immediately, Jesus extended his hand and caught him saying to him, oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And when they got onto the boat, the wind seized. And that's what God was telling me today. He's like, don't doubt. It may look down or it may look real calm. But on Monday, he started showing. He was like, I'm working and it, and I'm working so fast. It, it looks like slow motion right now because your eyes can't focus. You can hear me, but it's so much wind right now. And the water is just cutting across. You can't focus that good. But when we come out of this, you're going to be on the other side of this and it's going to be calm. And I just Amen. think that's what he was saying. Amen. And, and even with, with everything, um, like you, we were talking about earlier is preparation, preparation even before they prayer, out, preparation that they had prayer. to prepare and pray. And, um, you know, you kind of gave me an image where, you know, I'm one of those kind of Christians. You gotta make it simple, stupid for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so <laughs> what I heard was, um, if you got to roll on the ground, and and do a tantrum on the flow for prayer. Then like do that. a toddler, like one of my toddlers. Because yeah, that made me angry when they... he said that. He was like, I'm like shameless audacity. I'm like, boy, do you even know how I pray? Do you... <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, and then I just was like, lost it that morning, Monday morning. And all Monday, just kind of pacing around and, and praying angrily and just praying. I wouldn't say angry, but just bold and no, I would say angry, bold and angry <laughs> and just put it out there, you know, no, you, and, you for sure can get, uh, that's what I will say, because when you were, when I looked at the image in my head and my brain, because sometimes I feel like, and this is from my, my simple, stupid church people out there, Christians out there. Uh, sometimes we hear all these terms and terminologies in church and we don't really know what they know. Um, when people be like, get in your prayer closet. I was really getting in the closet. I was really in the closet, sweating, can't breathe. Like that's why y'all <laughs> no see air Lord, circulation, you, no, hiding from kids. Die. You know, yeah. <laughs> I saw the light because I was gonna die. So yeah, I saw the light because I was about to die in here. Um, or you know, people be like, turn your head. You know, like all kind of stuff. And I would take stuff literal. You know what I'm saying? And so sometimes yeah. it's like, listen, just think about prince when he was rolling on the ground like baby 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 <laughs> oh 
or yeah, yeah or like, James <laughs> Brown when he was like, oh, but they put they put the jacket on him and then he and he like I ain't done and then and then they put it back on him again and they kick it back off again. Yeah, be like Jesus, 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 Like I'm saying, that's how sometimes you go. I have to put it in my head like that. Other I know that, that I me too. Love, I'm a I have very to put it in my head person. In the way I can understand, in the way it makes total sense. I mean, since nobody else, but it makes perfect sense um, to me. And like, like I said, while we were talking, if we can encourage anybody on anything, it is about um, preparation. And preparation. one thing that I learned in the last week is that sometimes we have too much faith and not enough facts. Too many facts, not enough faith. Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes you got to get crazy like a toddler and roll around on the and ground roll on the ground and just and pray to Jesus and wrestle with him until it comes. Because it was funny last week I was in the water at Marine City Beach in um, near Algonac or whatever, Marine City or whatever on that river uh, in Michigan. And I'm there with the kids and I go out there. I'm like, I'm going to use this time to pray. And I'm walking real deep in the water because I know they can't get to me. I didn't put their life jackets on that day. <laughs> so they couldn't even swim and drag me down. So I'm like, all right, uh, I'm out there praying. And my girlfriend who caught the baby, she's like, oh, I can feel it. Like I can feel she's out there praying. I said, that wasn't me. That was Jesus. And, you know, other people were feeling it on the beach that day when I got all that water from praying. That's when my husband had texted me and said, hey, there is a huge opportunity laid in my lap just now i wasn't looking for it i wasn't asking for it but i was called about it and we prayed about it and we had our day date on the boat on saturday and then we went on sunday to church and i hear about shame praying with shameless audacity and i'm like what what <laughs> and i'm just coming back like you know just like yeah yeah I'm praise and you know and just like where is it where is the answer and then now today i'm seeing oh there's something big happening with this it happened in the water. Mm -hmm. It it was rumbling around on the floor, and now it's starting to grow into something. And now I'm seeing it. Now it's starting to get clear. The storm Absolutely. was taking me down, and now I'm starting to see clear. But I just stay focused and stay with Jesus, and don't sink and get out of that storm. Absolutely. Like you said, prepare. That's why I said preparation. Like we were talking, is key. Even with every big opportunity um, that you have, everybody knows that. God is a God of order. So if it's something that, um, and I just want to tell people that be mindful of people trying to rush you into situations, mm -hmm. be mindful of making decisions before you feel like it's time. Don't let anybody rush you. Don't let anybody tell you that your time has passed. Don't let anybody sit tell you that it's prayer. too late. You know, take it to sit, prayer council, take it a prayer, wait for an answer. And then here's the thing. Sometimes waiting for an answer does not mean that you stop working you no. still working while still you're work. waiting for an answer so what that means like for me I'm waiting on my next step on where I'm about to go yeah. but I still have to do videos and still work on my material and still you know put myself out there so that when the opportunity does come that you're already ready so a lot of the stuff that we say in the world is really something that we heard from the bible you oh, hear yeah. stay ready so you ain't got to get ready well we already been taught that as christians if you already stay prepared like nothing is a surprise to god and if we listen to him nothing is really a surprise to us it right. just take you know nothing really takes you by you really kind of knew that relationship was finna be over but you right. really just didn't wanna but you kind of knew it was happening you knew that job <laughs> You knew you was well, on your last job, leg yeah. and you didn't save no money. And I'm talking to myself. You knew you was on the last leg on that job and you ain't <laughs> saved no money to prepare yourself for the next. And that's what you're talking. That's when you got to hear the voice because it's simple preparations that will help you 
in the next season so you can get to that next point, you know? So there's no small thing, everything, every small step is one step towards preparing you to where you have to go. Um, So start small, even with savings, um, ideas, anything you know it might seem like like and it's and like and climbing a ladder just, just stay focused on jesus stay focused every time that you're catching that one that next little you know that next little level on a ladder just keep looking through the through the ladder and see that's jesus i'm gonna keep every time that i take a little hand and put a step that's jesus right in front of me he's like come on come on come on and by the time that you get to the top you're gonna be with him you're gonna be home with him and everything else behind you and everything beneath you is beneath you because you're sitting in his victory and in, in his glory. And I just I just feel that that's powerful because to live, don't live in the world. I always tell Tim, don't live in the world, live in the word, you mm-hmm. know, live in the word and walk on the water with Jesus. And I just I'll I just want to end real quick with something that I think is uh, powerful in Matthew. I just I live in Matthew, Matthew, uh, Matthew eight scripture 16 when when evening came they brought to him many who were under the power of demons and he cast them out with evil spirits with the word and restored to health all who were sick exhibiting his authority as messiah and i just find that uh just powerful because we all kind of have evil in us that's what we're born with is the sin and so if we can get it out of us then that's you know that's where it's at and then the next one is um, seven seven. That's just powerful. It says, "Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find. Knocking and keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you." So it's just like prepare yourself and get any of that negative people, like you said, relationships, debt, get it out of your life, you know, and just re- and focus on Christ. And all of a sudden he's going to make things, supernatural powers, supernatural events happen in your life that you're not going to be able to explain mm-hmm. on how it got there. You're not going to be able to explain Absolutely. how it was fixed. I tell people every month, they're like, how are you making it? How are y'all doing it? I'm like, honestly, every month it's like riding a wave. It's like, it's like riding a big kahuna wave. It's like every month God's providing we're not going into debt because we prepared for years and made sure that we didn't have car loans, student loans, card, credit cards, just your monthly, your monthly bills and your mortgage, your rent, whatever that may be. And that's it. And then he's, he skinnied us and got used mm-hmm. to it. And now we're grinding and God's like, you know what? I got a big opportunity for you and I'm going to, it's going to happen. I believe that was me in this thing trying to hold up. I believe it. Listen, I want to um, encourage people today. I have been reading a book. Um, it's called Relational Intelligence. It is by a minister called Dr. Darius Daniel. Um, and like you were saying, to go anywhere, you got to get the relationships in your life right. Yep. So you may be taking counsel from the wrong person and people in your life that you don't need. And I will tell you this right now, wrong counsel will lead you down the path of wrong oh, wrong. <laughs> just wrong just wrong and then you got to pray and get out of and it might and take you a year sometimes you gotta clean all your counsel and then your counsel's only god and jesus in the word and then he will place smart counsel around you yeah so i just want to add that too because for a while i didn't have any counsel and then he and that's true that's true sometimes you got to clear the, the the field yeah um, i had to clear the field I had to clear the bench baby you got to clear the field clear the field um, so we can encourage you about anything that's about when, and just to kind of pinpoint the, uh, 
scriptures, it was Proverbs 6, Matthew 7 and 7. Yep. And what was the other one? And then the other one was um was Matthew 8, 16, and then it was Matthew 24, I think it was. Or it was when Peter was walking on the water. That's okay. the Peter. Yeah. So you can Google that. You can go to your Bible and it's when Peter was on the water. Okay. So I'm going to try to share those scriptures with you guys. So that way, as you listen to this broadcast later on, that you can go through and um, look at those scriptures for reference. And um, before we wrap up, we always like to end in prayer. Is there anything you want to say, Amanda, before we end in prayer? No, I'm just, uh, you know, just feeling blessed and feeling motivated and feeling positive. Yeah. Amen. That is the whole Amen. thing. That yeah. is the whole, this is why we do this. So um, we're going to end for this week and we will see you next week, but we always like to end in prayer. Yep. Most gracious and holy father, we thank you for this time and this opportunity that we have been able to come together um, and magnify and exalt your name and exalt your word father god i pray that people who will hear this broadcast later on in the day later on this week maybe later on in the year that it gives them some substance to touch them in their soul that they can get some wisdom a testimony and they can get to know you um, as their personal savior father god i pray for everybody on this uh, zoom call i pray for the people who will watch it those who are grieving those who are depressed those who are in need of employment those who are in need of your love your joy your strength or whatever it is that they stand in the need of father god i pray that you be the great i am father god is with all these blessings we ask in Jesus' name. We pray, amen. Amen. Amen and amen again.